modern day filters for cameras and video should not be called filters. They should be called fakers. A filter is used to remove unwanted material or to purify something like a water filter or an air filter. That is not what camera filters are doing. They are completely faking shit out, making people not look almost anything like themselves, which is actually what prompted me to come up with the idea for this topic for the podcast, because I got a friend request the other day from someone of the female species, and immediately upon seeing the friend request, I didn't really recognize the name, and I honestly didn't really recognize the person's face in the picture on their profile. So I clicked to actually go to the profile, profile where I could see a bigger picture. And again, I'm like, I'm not sure. And sometimes I do just get kind of random friend requests from people after I've played like a music gig or something and they don't realize that I have a fan page. So they have gone and sent me a friend request on my personal page. If I recognize the person, you know, remember talking to them at the show or something like that, I will usually accept the friend request long enough to send them an invite to my fan page. And then once they follow that one, I kind of dump them off as a friend on my personal page because I don't need to be managing two fucking pages. It's stupid. So I'm not really sure, not positive who this person is just by looking at the profile picture. So I scroll through the feed a little bit on the person's page on their profile. There's a couple more pictures here and there and none of them again still are like ringing a bell like it's this person. I was able to finally put enough pieces together from different pictures that I'm like, okay, it's this person, but none of these pictures really look like how she looks in real life. But I can now deduce enough from these photos to know that that's who this is. I will tell you, I declined her request because I really don't know her. I know of her. She knows of me. She doesn't know me. And it didn't have anything to do with someone I met after I performed a gig that I thought was necessarily interested in the music or the podcast or anything like that. But how sad is it that even after scrolling through multiple pictures, I could not be certain that this person was the person I thought it might be because none of the photos looked like her in real life. That is fucking faking. I remember back in the 80s and the 90s when they started doing the airbrushing or whatnot in magazine ads or with models. And that was actually kind of frowned upon back then. Like, I, oh my goodness, why do you have to wipe out her cellulite and imperfections? She's a human being. Yeah, I guess it must be easy being a model when everyone wipes all that stuff away. I bet if you airbrushed me enough, I could be a Calvin Klein model. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of airbrushing and a lot of photoshopping. But again, early in the days of selfies and cell phones and catfishing, you know, the people who, before there were filters, they figured out ways to take pictures to deceive you. If you have more than one chin, like me, and you take a picture from above, it can make you look thin. It's weird. It's an optical illusion. And it's the way that people in excess of 300 pounds over the years have continued to represent themselves as people in the 150s on their social media profiles. You think you're going on a date with Pamela Anderson and then Roseanne Barr shows up. Not that I'm fat shaming, but if you are heavy, obese, fat, whatevs, 
hey, I'm overweight. I'm not making it out to be that I'm some fantastic fit specimen of a man. But if you are overweight, heavy, fat, whatever, and you're constantly using all kinds of different camera techniques and using filters, fakers, to deceivingly make yourself look significantly lighter than you are, you're fat shaming yourself. Accept it. Be proud of it if you want. If you are going to feel like someone is shaming you, that would imply that you have some sense of pride in your weight. Like, I don't care what anybody thinks. How dare you shame me? Well, clearly you care what people think because you are in control of your phone and your profile and nothing about that represents your true weight. But a lot of this goes back to the whole Barbie mentality, the expectations that people have with what is considered attractive, just like the airbrushing or stuff that people were doing with models back in the 80s and 90s, we started to create this image that people expected that everyone was fucking perfect. No blemishes, no zits, no stretch marks, no cellulite. Look, I have stretch marks and I've never even had a child unless you count the 14 pound shit I took earlier. I named it Todd. But it's all these expectations that are what drive people to want to appear a certain way. It's just like right now. I have not trimmed, buzzed, done anything to my hair on my head in, I don't know, probably almost two months. I have been shaving my head for well over 10 years because of balding patterns that I don't care for. And I know that society tells me that I look like a fucking idiot if I grow my hair out when I don't have a full head of hair or a full proper hairline. But guess what? Fuck it. I don't care. And guess what I'm loving? I'm loving, even though it's cold outside, I like cracking both windows in my van when I'm driving around and feeling the hair move on my head. The wind in my hair, it's delightful. But I wouldn't be able to experience that if I just decided I was going to constantly follow expectations, societal norms, what is deemed beautiful and what is deemed ugly. So now everyone turns to filters. It got, you know, it started out playful in probably the Snapchat era, even though I never used Snapchat. I'm guessing that's kind of what started it with like the rabbit ears and the big animated eyes looking thing. And essentially ways that you could take a picture or a video and then have this filter automatically apply things to the image to be silly. And of course, once that got popular, then you started having Facebook and other social media like Instagram start to pick up on the fact of, hey, we should have our own filters. So then all of a sudden it became commonplace, even with like iPhones. I'm an Apple user and with iPhones, they started doing those memojis or I think that's what it's called, where you can make a cartoon head or you can make one that looks like yourself or it can be a unicorn and you talk and it can see you talking and it moves the mouth of the character to go with the memoji. That was cool for about seven minutes. But why? Why do we feel the need now in this modern day and age with technology to communicate with other people in this fake fashion that is not a true representation of ourselves. Just like everything on social media, you can put all the posts and opinions and representations of yourself that you want to put up and you can choose to omit those that you don't. 
You can make yourself look like a very good person, even though you might be a piece of shit. Hey, Todd. You can make yourself look intelligent, despite having a second grade reading level. If you're not a routine listener to the podcast, go back and listen to my last episode, You're So Smart, where I talk about how everyone's a fucking genius nowadays because of Google, autocorrect, all of that stuff that makes us all seem so smart when the majority of us are complete fucking dumbasses. And along those lines, you even have right now filtered news. Now, filtered news, filtered language, those are similar to a real filter, not a faker, because you're simply omitting what you consider to be the unwanted particles. But don't think that all the news you get isn't filtered. I mean, in some cases, it is literally filtered because of algorithms that know what you look at, what you like, what you post, how you respond, and you will get served up with certain things that follow along with your mentality. But the news is definitely filtered. It just depends on the news outlet that you are watching, listening to, reading. And unfortunately, because of the political polarity in this day and age, these news outlets typically tend to have one of two filters. One filter shakes all the red out. One filter shakes all the blue out. And then you just get served up what's left over inside the filter. That's not news. That's propaganda. I would dare say that probably 70% at least of what we get as far as information, finger quotes, or news, more finger quotes, is technically propaganda. I mean, the definition of propaganda is information, especially of a biased or misleading nature, used to promote or publicize a particular political cause or point of view. Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller, Bueller, am I the only one that is like, yeah, we are totally living in the age of propaganda. There is no more news. It's because of the filter. You know, I talked about catfishing and the early days of taking pictures in certain ways. Now, uh, in most cases, catfishing is going to be someone that's using photographs or information about someone completely different to make you believe that they are that person and not the person that they are. Still, very fucked up. I'll go on record and say, very honestly, I have been catfished once. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once. Shame on, shame on you. It fooled me, we can't get fooled again. It was the first time that I ever attempted online dating. Not the last time, but let's just say I certainly do not practice it now and you could not pay me enough money to get on an online dating site. I'm going to guess this was probably like 15 years ago. I think the website was plentyoffish.com. And of course, it's just like social media. You have a profile. The person has pictures. They have information about themselves. And then you can start to message each other directly. And then eventually, if you're comfortable, exchange phone numbers. And now you can just text each other. And you don't even need to use the website anymore. But apparently, this person was using photos of another person. And in full transparency, I will tell you that the reason is because the real person was extremely overweight and not so attractive. 
not because of the weight, just in general. But we got past the point of direct messages. We got to the point of texting and phone calls. And of course, me saying, hey, let's meet. Let's meet each other. Let's take this to the next step. Let's have a physical interaction. And there was always a reason why that couldn't happen or we would make plans to do that and the plans would fall through. And then finally, I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? Either we're meeting today or we don't need to talk anymore. At which point she confessed, Okay, look, I gotta come clean. I'll meet you, but you need to understand something. I said, what do I need to understand? At no point did I think she was not who she said she was in the photos. Catfishing probably wasn't even a term at that point. It certainly wasn't a movie or a show on MTV. So she sends me a picture of herself. And I'm very confused, like, what is this? And then it's just, it kind of slowly sunk in and hit me. Oh, the person that I have been visualizing in phone calls and texts for weeks is maybe some friend of hers, some random stranger. I don't know, but it ain't her. Didn't matter if she would have sent me a picture of an attractive person as herself. At that point, the trust was broken. Now, it helped that the picture she sent me was a little... And again, not fat shaming. I'll be honest, I would much appreciate a woman with a little meat on her bones over someone who's like skinny. Skinny kind of grosses me out. So this is not weight or fat shaming. So I felt stupid. And of course, it was years before I attempted any kind of online dating again. And when I did, I just found it was... eh, I was always mistrustful. I never assumed that a person was actually the person that I believed them to be. Not necessarily that the pictures that they had online were not of themselves, but just the way that people present themselves. I've said this before, you know, it's very filtered the way that we put things in social media and present ourselves. It's also very filtered when you have a conversation. How often do you have a conversation with anyone anymore that is in person or on the phone versus the amount of times that you have conversations? with people digitally through email or text or chat, direct message, I would assume if you kept a log or a journal, you would find that the majority of your interactions, even with your spouse, are of a digital nature. And guess what? When you have a digital communication, you do not have a real interaction. Because you can now say, like, type something and realize, yeah, I don't want to say that. Delete retype, delete, retype again. That's not how people in society and communication is supposed to work. That's probably why a lot of relationships last two, three, four, five years, and then finally crumble, even when they should have never taken place to begin with, because people were able to constantly hide behind this persona, this filter, this faker, and present themselves in a way that is not true to who they are. And eventually, over time, the truth comes out. But it's not just one person in a relationship. It's both of them. They're both doing the same thing. So over time, when that truth comes out, they start to realize, holy shit, we are totally not compatible. How did we ever think we were compatible to begin with? Oh, yeah. We were talking out of our ass through a digital medium. My bad. But back to catfishing, we are absolutely a society of catfishers. Constantly. Even if you're not using a filter, if you are holding your phone a certain way to get your best side, hide your 14th chin. Jeff's got more chins than a Chinese phone book. Even makeup on ladies. 
Not that I have an issue with makeup on women. However, there are some women who are drop-dead gorgeous, and then once the makeup comes off, <laughs> not so good. That's a bit of catfishing, but that's been going on for a bit longer, but don't think that hasn't led to the expectation. As I mentioned early in the show, expectation drives all of these behaviors. So I'm not blaming people. You're just part of a society that has forced this expectation upon you, and if you're going to live outside that expectation, well, you're going to be the outcast, just like me with my growing hair. I understand that when I have to take my hat off in certain places, I'm going to feel stupid. But why? I like that I'm growing my hair. I don't even think it looks that bad. I'm actually discovering that I have more hair than I thought I did. But I would feel like shit and I would feel stupid because I would know every other motherfucker around me would be judging me. Because that's also part of the expectations this society has created is that we're all supposed to judge everyone else and not judge ourselves. If people spent more time, not even more time judging themselves than other people, if people just spent five minutes a day judging themselves, that would have a huge impact on how this fucking society runs. And it's easier not to judge yourself when you're able to present yourself in all of the perfect ways. But if you are a routine, regular social media user who posts all kind of stuff, don't think that to some extent you are not a catfisher. We're catfishing our grandchildren because they're going to look at these pictures and be like, what? Grandma had bunny ears? Did she have to have them surgically removed? We're also catfishing all the aliens out there, like aliens that might pick up our satellite transmissions of people's Instagrams and Snapchats. They have to think we're some fucking freaked out mutant tribe of organisms with all different kinds of maladies. What's wrong with their eyes? That lady's 87 years old. How come she doesn't have any wrinkles? And wrinkles and eyes, those are things that are majorly impacted by filters. A lot of the popular filters that you see now are people taking pictures that kind of smooths everything out, kind of creates this gloss or almost what I would see as a graphic designer as almost like a fog over the picture. Like someone smeared their oily thumb grease on the lens right before taking the picture and forgot to wipe it off. Speaking of which, if you are someone who constantly takes pictures and notices that they look like they're in a fog and you're not using any kind of filter, wipe off your fucking lens glass. Jesus, I see people do this all the time. And it's like, how dirty is your phone that it's got this shit all over it? Have you been hanging out with Todd? I don't know how many of you out there actually print pictures from your phone. I'm gonna say I've done that maybe once in my life. I don't take a whole lot of pictures. I am a horrible photographer documentarian, mainly because I don't like my picture being taken and therefore I assume no one else does either. So I just don't take my picture. Anyone else's, the last girl I dated, we dated for like six months, never once took a selfie together. Not one picture of us together. And that's fine. I would have deleted them by now, so it doesn't matter. But my point is, it never occurs to me to take out my phone and want to take a picture. And when I do, I feel stupid doing it. And when other people in a public place are doing these clearly set up selfies or taking pictures of the plates of food on the table at a restaurant, I find that's one of the hardest times that I've ever had in my life to resist the urge of homicide. But as far as printed pictures go, no. I pretty much have nothing other than what my mom has given me over the years. But here's what's going to happen. 
I'm going to guess the majority of you do not print pictures out from your phone. And if you do, it's a very select picture here and there. So when I was a kid, you know, we used to look through photo albums, actual printed photos of childhood, teenage years. You would see a photo album with your parents in it. Maybe they were kids, and it's like, oh, how funny. Look at my dad when he was a kid. But now we all have digital photo albums that are on the cloud. Back that shit up to a computer. Don't count on the cloud. We've discussed this. But we all have these digital photo albums, and if you go back 20 years from now, and you look at all of your photos, and they all have this fucking filter on them, you don't have any real photos. You got a bunch of pictures of you where your skin is unreasonably smooth, your eyes eyes are glistening like you're one of the cartoon characters in Muppet Babies. Don't think you're fooling anyone. Everyone knows when you post a picture that is filtered to smooth shit out or do something to your eyes or both. Don't think they're looking at that going, oh, that's exactly how she looks. She's beautiful. I know I have friends. I have people that I know that don't share my contempt for social media and they post semi-regularly and they use filters. And I apologize. I'm not trying to hate on anyone or tell you that I think you're a bad person or I never want to interact with you anymore if you use filters because you're doing it because it is the norm. I don't think you're a fucking weirdo. I'm the weirdo who thinks that the norm is fucking broken. But I would also challenge you to think about 20 years from now. Think about all the pictures you're documenting and that's it. It's documentation. You're wanting to capture a moment. Capturing a moment that does not indicate time. For example, I'm a 60-year-old woman. I took a picture with the filter. The filter makes me look like I'm 27. Well, you didn't capture time. Because now when you go back and look at that picture, you're not going to see Nana when she was just 60. And now you see her at 80 and think, oh, she's aged pretty well in these last 20 years. No, you're going to see Nana now in real life at 80. And you're going to see her 60-year-old selfie with the filter. Faker! Where she looks 26 and be like, Jesus, Nana, what have you done in the last 20 years? It's killing you. So as I have done in many podcast episodes, I will ask you to perhaps consider your behavior. Let's recreate what the norm is. If you don't like the way you look to the point where you have to put a filter on to smear out the unwanted particles, then you need to take five minutes of self-judgment, self-reflection. Appreciate yourself. Say, fuck it. Jeff's growing his hair out. I can take a picture without a filter. And that's true. I want you to take strength and acknowledge the fact that I'm growing my hair out despite knowing it's going to make me look like a fucking outcast in society stylistically. But I don't fucking care. I'm doing it because I want to, not because what society tells me I should do. And I'm kind of getting convinced that the razor companies are in on all of this, helping to paint the picture that a bald head is way better than a head that has 80% hair with a little baldness or thinning. Because there's a lot of money in men's razors. Lots. Probably because of the head shaving thing. And let me tell you, men's razors, not so cheap. But embrace who you are. It's fine. The minute we all start to represent ourselves in a way that is indicative and true to who we are is the minute we can start to change the expectation. Let's make the expectation that there is no expectation. 
That sounds oxymoronic, but at the same time, it's similar to the way that I talk about Ohio weather, and I say that it is predictably unpredictable. It is early December, and tomorrow it's going to be in the high 50s. And I am not surprised. That is predictable unpredictability. So while things may sound like an oxymoron, like change the expectation to have no expectations, it can also make a lot of sense. At least it does to me. I have to assume some of you think I make a little fucking sense if you're continuing to listen and you haven't tuned out and said, Jeff's out of his fucking gourd. Yes, I am. I'm aware of that because I do take at least five minutes a day of self-judgment, more like eight hours a day. But for the rest of you, just start with five minutes. Eight hours is challenging and exhausting. And then you'll find yourself doing weird things like, I'm just going to grow out my hair despite looking like a fucking moron. Hey, I'm just trying to break the norm, trying to change the expectation, not globally, not societally, just for my fucking self. Everyone else can fuck right off. Until next time, I'm Jeff. (laughs) Not so good. And I'm Jeff. Have you been hanging out with Todd? Good night.